With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. A thousand points for Gryffindorf if you can tell us who was actually singing that song as we entered <laughs> of our uh, passion podcast here for Brothers Comics. Uh, in the past, this used to be our Angry Brothers podcast, but uh, we just got some topics that might not have fit the uh, Brothers Comics standard podcast and definitely didn't maybe not fit into the uh, in that comic book chat. Uh, so on the line tonight, we got a, almost a full cast of characters. We don't have Brother Beavis. On the line tonight uh, is the producer of Brothers Comics. That's myself. On the line tonight is Big Hutch. Big Hutch, say what's happening. Hello, I'm very angry, damn it. <laughs> on the line tonight is Female Perspective. Hola from the Female Perspective. And also on the line tonight is the Sandman calling in from, um, uh, he, he's, He's stuck in the hurricane zone, y'all. It's Hurricane Irma. Sammy, say what's up. Yeah, hello from not-so-sunny Florida. Hurricane's trying to kill me. My football team's garbage. I'm pissed. How y'all doing? Yeah, exactly. Now, man is not a drinker like the rest of us, but if that nigga ain't drinking tonight, I don't really know why he's not. Yeah, I'm sucking antifreeze out the damn fridge to give you an idea how pissed off I am. <laughs> so are you drinking, Sammy? No. Oh, my my normal. I Dad, you still teetotaling? Yes, I'm teetotaling. <laughs> I could go out in the hurricane and try to find me some proper alcohol if you would like. Yeah, mood I am, I probably do this shit. So there you go. I assure you that I've had enough, more than enough for you and me and uh, you, me and Dupree at this point. In time. So yeah, so we're there good. We All right, there so we, go. we just got a couple of topics that we wanted to talk about. We haven't podcast in a few weeks, and some things have happened that, and this is kind of like our blackity black, um, blackity black, black, black to the black to the black, y'all podcast. And I wanted to, you know, kind of a couple of topics, like I said, it might not have fit the mainstream podcast. So we're going to talk about a few things um, just to kind of get it off our chest, and it might turn into a little bit of an Angry Brother podcast, but like I said, we're calling it our Screams of Passion. Again, if you can name... Who was singing that song again? A thousand points to Gryffindor on the intro. All right. So off the top, and no, in no particular order, female perspective had this one up off the jump. Um, Dick Gregory passed uh, a couple of weeks ago. Dick Gregory, uh, probably most famous at first, at least for being a stand-up comedian, um, and then kind of facilitated more. himself into activist more than comedian. Um, so. Uh, Female perspective. Uh, Dick Gregory, R.I.P. What you got? Oh, um, yeah. Like you noted, um, very well-known activist, uh, comedian. Um, he was 
one of the uh, the first um, comedians of color who um, stated that he would not do the show unless he could sit on the couch. Or I think it was the Tonight Show, if I'm not mistaken. Jack Parr. Oh, it was it Jack Parr? One, yeah, one of them old yeah. white shows. The old school shows. Tonight Show. <laughs>
strikes and stuff like uh, uh, Big Hutchinson was just talking about was uh, all new to me. So the uh, first I'd ever heard of that. But um, yeah, I mean, he was a famous comedian in the you know in the black uh, communities, obviously. And uh, yeah, and I knew he he was up there too. I mean, right before he passed, ironically, I saw a couple of things that he was doing, a couple of um, uh, talk shows or something he was on, and. Uh, he lived a long time. He was a mighty, mighty great, mighty, um, <laughs> a lot of facial hair going on with the, with the man. <laughs> if you know, he looked like an old, old brown lion. And uh, but um, yeah, he'll be missed. I know there's a lot of people that uh, uh, grew up listening to his comedy and following his activism. So uh, rest in peace, Dick Gregory. He was 84 years old. Yeah, which is black. He's up there. He's about 200. <laughs> yeah, that's up there. Uh, yeah, I, I I think more than anything, he he made that transition from like activist, like albums to activist, and you know I don't think it was a real transition, or like a smooth transition. Like I think a lot of people, like he lost money from doing this. It wasn't, you know. But I also remember, you know, kind of people, you know, black people love to shine on other black people. I'm like, yeah, you were trying to get that Dick Gregory diet, you know, because he was all about, like, you know, raw food, <laughs> whole foods or whatever, you know, and people trying to get their shine on what he was trying to do. But he obviously had transitioned from the point of, you know, hey, these are just about jokes to, you know, my community is more important than jokes at this point. And so, yeah, so, uh, yeah, RIP to Dick Gregory. But he was also noted as being one of the first black, com- black comedians to make the crossover to white audiences. Because once he made that stand of not doing the show unless he could sit on the couch with the host, he said after that his career took off mm-hmm. because people mm-hmm. admired that and they were able to see him in a whole different light. So, yeah, he was one of the first comedians that actually had that crossover appeal. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, he, he was, like I said, um, known for dropping knowledge. And if you have an opportunity to go on YouTube and check out some of his videos and listen to what he's really saying, you'd be surprised. I mean, he was very, very wise and dropping all kind of wisdom. So, I mean, and people really need to wake up and pay attention. Mm-hmm. All right. So, RIP Dick Gregory. Uh, our next kind of like passion topic, and I got a little bit of passion for this, and I don't know how the other uh, panelists feel. Um, John Boyega, uh, John Boyega, African London based actor, primarily known as Finn in The Force Awakens. Um, he's from London, uh, at Carnival, and London has its own version of Carnival or whatever. And at the Carnival, he was caught on video, Instagram or whatever, dancing, you know, in a Carnival like fashion with a uh, big booty model. Uh, <laughs> and uh, some people actually went at him like you know he was being a, a bad role model you know for you know kind of shaking that thing up with some big booty models at Carnival Hush what's up with John Boyega he's black he's from London but he's also at Carnival why can't he dance up and get some big booty <laughs> um Personally, I have no problem with him dancing with some big booty, uh, black, white, jiu-jitsu, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I mean, it's carnival. I mean, that's what you do at carnival. Well, at least that, 
Hopefully, I get that chance to do it in my lifetime. I'm going to dance with some big booty pretty man myself. Uh, I'll flatten, black, whatever. Uh, I have no problem with that. That's social media. That's the social warriors that got too much time on their hands, apparently. And they're, something ain't right with them. <laughs> See my perspective. Are you okay? I'm not showing you the video before we got started recording. Are you okay with John Boyega? You know, kind of, I mean, it's really a cultural dance, you know, like that's just kind of how it right. would be dancing for carnival. Right. So is there I, any problem? I don't see the problem with it, and I don't know why people are making such a big issue out of it. I mean, people dance like that all the time. It's carnival. It's a celebration. He was doing basically what you would traditionally expect at that type of event. So, I mean, I don't see what the big deal is. Sam, man, did you see the video of John Finn getting his freak on? I did. I did not see the video, but I can imagine. I don't need to see it. I can imagine what he was doing. I mean, that's what you do at Carnival. And as soon as, uh, as uh, white people, as soon as white folks see that uh, you uh, you uh, in a mainstream project or uh, multimedia event like Star Wars, but you're still black and you're doing stuff that black people do, they kind of get offended and stuff. Uh, so this is nothing new. Uh, and he wasn't doing nothing wrong, man. That's what you do at Carnival. Uh, he was trying to do his thing. Right. Well, yeah, that's so. when he started doing that thing with Ray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, you really going to hear some white people pissed in? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're going to be coming to an end. And she a Jedi, too? Oh, good Lord, yeah. He was like, oh, no, you got to stay away from Ray. You're going to be hearing yeah, all about it. Well, if you follow his, if you follow him on Twitter, you know when people were coming at him about it, he was like, "Yeah, no, Ray would back that thing up." <laughs> yeah, and I agree, and I think I posted to somebody. It was like y'all are tripping, like maybe that uh, he hadn't already, had, Ray hadn't already backed that thing up to Finn, <laughs> you know, on you know on a separate occasion. So I, I think it's ridiculous. It's cultural. He's black. He's of, you know, I think of Caribbean, you know, or, or Caribbean or African ancestry from African. You know, London. Yeah. And that. So, yeah. like, I think, you know, people are just tripping. Like, they really don't like black people to have fun, female perspective. <laughs> I mean, I think that's basically what it is. And when black people have fun, they just don't like it. Um, so he was having fun. They didn't like it. So it was like, okay, so now everything is bad. So I just, I, I just have a problem. If this was another uh, Brothers Comics podcast, I would say shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it yeah, it would definitely listen to that CFU on one way or the other. So okay, right. All right. So, I think there's much to do about nothing. Baby. Much to do about nothing, and he had exactly. it wrong with it. You know, uh, I had posted to at him, and he had retweeted it that because um, it, it had come up on a lot of you know the people that I follow. They were I was like. Um, yeah, save for his um uh, his security staff at Star Wars Celebration in Orlando, me and him would have shared a moment, you know, but I caught a stiff arm from his security staff. <laughs> like a very solid stiff arm from his security staff. Um, yeah, so I was right there. I remember. So, like, I think, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you were there, Sam, man. So I was like, yeah, yeah. I think, I, I don't think he would have been opposed to any of that. So, yeah, good for him. No. Hopefully nobody was upset about him getting his freak on a little bit. What's up with you and you going to events and you getting stiffed on and beat on like, at wrestling events and at Star Wars? You're you and uh, Brother Beavis was at the thing and that white dude like, 
Don't you don't mess with me, boy. What was that? What was the line? Uh, okay. Oh yeah, this is a side brother topic. <laughs> On our side brother topic podcast. Um, I, me and Brother Beavis did go to WrestleMania two at uh, the Hair Arena. Now if you Google it. It was on closed circuit TV. Um, <laughs> Google it. Google circuit TV, and we were sitting there watching the event on a um, a large um, big screen TV, and the uh, the uh, I'm sitting next to a what I would like to call a redneck gentleman. Was like, don't you spill that shit on me, boy. I had like coke. Don't you spill that shit on me, boy. Uh, so oh, wow. yeah, it was awful. Uh, the hell? That, that is that is very true. Thank you very much for bringing that painful memory. <laughs> <out. laughs> yeah. So yeah, I I, mean, I think more than anything, like when I go to those events and Sandman was there too, and you know, and I'm gonna call out Sandman too because he choked because he saw choked? John, he choked he saw John oh. Boyega before I did. <laughs> oh. And I was like, trying to recognize if that was him. He couldn't and, get the words out. He couldn't get the words out. Like, that, 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 so, so was he right in front of you guys? He or? was walking to, like, a staged event. And so he was yeah. coming by. And so, you know, like, uh, there was a buildup of people kind of, like, coming around him. And people were jumping in front, like, getting selfies or whatever. And, uh-huh. and dude is, like, he's like Tay Diggs. He's, like, 5'4". Right. He really is. He's a tiny yeah. little nigga. And, yeah. um. You know, Sam is like, oh, that, 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 that. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, nigga, stop stuttering. And um, I said it's the passive podcast. And so I run over there, and then I was trying to get a picture or whatever, you know, and I, I should have threw my kid in front of them because they would have never threw a kid away. Right. And I was trying to get a picture. <laughs> uh, I tried to get in there, and they was like, nah, smush face. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it didn't work. Dang. So yeah, so yeah, out. Me, yeah, we yeah we froze up. It, yeah, yeah, it was all yeah, one good chance. Froze. Yeah, he was gone. Yeah, we, froze. we didn't, we didn't, we definitely didn't get it there. So, all, right. <laughs> all right, so that's John Boyega and Dick Gregory. Uh, the third topic I had on there, uh, a little bit Entertainment Weekly had a preview picture from, and we talked about this on the on the the previous Brothers Comics podcast about how we didn't really fuck with the Defenders. Um, Misty Knight with her mechanical arm. So apparently in the Defenders, at some point in time, her arm gets chopped off and she gets the mechanical arm. And so EW had, like, pictures of Misty Knight with her mechanical arm uh, as, you know, because she has a mechanical arm as, as a part of the characters in the comics or whatever. So um, Misty Knight as a black female, air quotation, cyborg superhero. So, uh, man, you know, is there a possibility that Misty Knight or the Daughters of the Dragon get a side pod, a side show with Netflix? Uh, yeah. Hello, Bannon. Yo, yo, yeah. Did you hear that? Is there the possibility that Misty Knight or Daughters of the Dragon get a side podcast with um, Netflix? Uh, it's very possible because Marvel is generally, they try to um, stay as close as they can. Uh, not Maybe not as close as they can, but they try to throw out the, uh, um, uh, what am I trying to say, the Easter eggs and uh, Peril of the Books where they can, when they can. And they've already... Um, Introduce Misty Knight, uh, Misty Knight and um, what's her girl's name, uh, Colleen Wing, 
Dawn yeah. of the Dragon. So they already got her with the mechanical arm. So it uh, seems to me with more um, Daredevil coming up and um, the other shows as well, uh, Luke Cage. Uh, yeah, they're definitely going to probably go that direction. And I'd be disappointed, actually, at this stage if they didn't. Okay. Uh, Misty Knight and the Daughters of the Dragon, a show without maybe the other superheroes. Well, the other superheroes gonna be there if they're gonna do it. My as of right now, I say they ain't gonna do it. I, I had this feeling that I think Iron Fist and the Defenders, they're they're kind of dragging down the Titanic, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, by the way, 
By the way, yeah, 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 unfortunately. But the showrunner on Iron Fist, his name is Scott Buck. He's the same showrunner for Inhumans, which is also getting bombarded into oblivion. Yeah. Uh, it came out on uh, at um, IMAX for some reason. And, yeah, that, that dude, yeah, he's got a really bad reputation, I guess. I guess the only reason they got him to do this was because he's cheap. He works really cheap. Too cheap, apparently, because he has no soul. He don't know what the hell he's doing. He's a bad showrunner. And they basically already took him out for the next season. And uh, you can pretty much count that on Inhumans, too, I'm sure, if he even survives one season. So, But, uh, yeah, that's my review. It's it's good, not great. It's worth watching once. So most of that is because of the weak link of our I won't say all of it. There are there are other plot things I won't go into without spoiling anything. But um, uh, yeah, yeah. But those are the two main things. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, hopefully they can. No, there's no redeeming like any of that. Like I think Daughters of the Dragons might be better because people will be looking for. You know that it's a different group. You know it's it's feeding a different group. You know black females, Asian females, female heroes, or looking for female heroes or whatever. I think it's feeding mm-hmm. a different group. But for the most part, like I don't I don't know if Netflix has the balls to do it. My um, thought would be that they don't. And then with the news dropping this week that Disney is going to pull all their shit off of Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. Go ahead, Hush. Damn Disney. Yeah, damn Disney. Yeah, but then pulling. Um, <laughs> There's stuff off of Netflix and Star Wars stuff off of Netflix too. Uh, I just don't. I don't. Without the comfort of the home of having Netflix there, and it's just something separate. I just don't think that um, that it can be supported on its own. Um, that's just me though. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sucking. That just sucks. All right. Our passion topic number three. Uh, like out of the world of comic books or whatever. Um, I, I pulled this one whatever. Um, uh, as Hurricane Harvey was turning towards Houston, there was a lot of stuff on the internet, Twitter and whatnot, uh, with people, white people, uh, stupid white people complaining about Obama. Like what was Obama doing during Katrina? Like he was out probably golfing and this, that, and the other. And uh people uh just the FYI, Obama was not president during Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. Uh, if, Important uh, detail. If, yeah, if Kanye didn't let you know that, uh for sure, because he uh George Bush hates white or black people. Um, uh, if that didn't assure you for sure. So uh, just the general electorate or is it just Russian bots that are just infiltrating like social media to like say all these dumb shit about Obama being or not being president during Katrina. It's probably a combination of both. I mean, we got some stupid ass fuckers out there. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. A lot of daft working. A lot of daft. And just add the FY and duck and you got it. <laughs> but yeah, there's the, the Russians. The Russians, they might be add some to it, but I mean, but for the most part, this is American ignorance at its best. Absolutely. And Sam, man, I mean, you're more, you're also a Twitterer, Twitterer like myself. Mm-hmm. When you see that stuff, do you think it's bots or do you just think it's just actual dumbassery? Oh, just full dumbassery. I mean. 
the alt right, right, whatever the hell you want to you want to say it, white people over there, they will take any shot at Obama as they as, that they can, whether it be true or not, uh, cheap or not, whatever. If they take a shot at him, they'll do it. And oh, facts just get in the way. Who cares shit if it's true or not? It's straight up damnassery, man. And <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I was like, yeah, I'm not even I'm not even getting involved. This is just too damn stupid for me. So. Facts are relevant. Um, female perspectives. I, I agree. I, I think there are a lot of really ignorant, dumb folks out there. So it's probably a combination both. Some of it might be bot, but some of us are just people who are just dumb as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and happily dumb as fuck. Like, that's the problem. Like, it's like uh, research. What's that? Like, I don't understand anything about no research. What are you talking about research? I ain't trying to find out. You know, if people are doing whatever you say that they're doing, I'm just dumb, and I'm okay with being dumb. <laughs> you know I mean? like, that's, like, the funniest part to me. Like, they're just okay with being stupid. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, another side topic here. Um, we're in the – I'm in the ATL. Uh, female Inspector Big Hutch and I are in the ATL. I am an evacuee uh, Sandman State over there. Uh, in Florida while Hurricane Irma was churning its way. Uh, we really kind of escaped the bullet, at least in the places that Sandman and I live. Uh, it's kind of a real quick topic. Is there anything better as a student, former student, teacher, whatever, is there anything better than a a day off that you didn't expect? Like a day off. Like we could <laughs> we could turn through some stories here because we all grew up in the same general area. But from your perspective, you just found out that you probably off the next two days. Yeah. Uh, what was that feeling in Victoria like? I am about to tell a friend. That is a
Thank you. <laughs> I thought it was. I almost thought it was a trick. I was running out of there so damn fast, trying to make sure they wouldn't take that shit back from me. So, hell yeah. <laughs> now we all grew up in the same area. Uh, I don't want to put that on blast or whatever. There has been a, quite a few moments where we were all sitting around a damn radio with oh, fucking man. Steve Kirk talking oh, about, hey, like, who, <laughs> who, who <laughs> schools were closed? Right, right. Oh, hell yeah. Like, they like, had both uh, fingers crossed. Yeah, eyes crossed. And your ass did you hold Open the fridge. Don't play. And so you sitting there waiting for Steve Kirk, and you know, and again, from where we grew up, all them fucking suburban schools got the fuck out early. Like oh, Kennedy, Oakwood, all these motherfuckers was cold. Precious Blood, Precious Blood never went to fucking school <laughs> in fucking Ohio, man. They never went to school. If there was an inch of snow on the ground, Precious Blood never went to fucking school. I'm just like, okay, so where, can I get that day for the school? Can I get that day and wait, and wait to the last fucking minute, huh? I was going to do my... Hi, again, curfew. Yeah. Okay, the list is closing. We Yeah, 
part of the Jerry Lewis telethon. Right. Well, right. He was so you also knew that you was out of school or school was kind of out. That was for Memorial Labor Day, too, wasn't it? Labor Day. Was Labor Day. Actually, yeah. we was going back to school. So like after. And you used to have really big stars on there sometimes asking for money. Right. I was too young to ever donate. So, Sam, man, did you used to watch any Jerry Lewis movies? Uh, the only ones I I knew of were uh, what was it? The, there was one where he was like being chased by a whole bunch of other dumbass people. Uh, it was it was a comedy like the Big Shot. Is is that it? I can't I can't remember if that was the name of it. It was uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to look that, at uh, some of his own. Oh, history, history is gonna be long as hell. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. That and like the the Nutty Professor was like the main ones I I remember. Uh, the Those, cat, like, um, let's see. Uh, I, I, this is one of my memories of Jerry Lewis as a uh, movie person. I remember you, me, and, or producer, Big Hut, me, and Mr. Ron Tillman. You remember us taking a bus to Salem Mall to go see Harley working? Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I remember that. I mean, that was yes, that was one of his late. Like, that was in nineteen eighty. Yeah, I know. We, wow. Right, we went. Damn. And we saw that mess at the movie theater, and the I mean, the best thing about it was him trying to uh, call down a stripper. <laughs> I mean, that was, that's the only line or thing I can remember from that movie. Wow. You know, that movie was terrible. I, I yeah, do remember that. Early real early. Yeah. Oh, that was, yeah, I mean, I think more than anything, I don't. Most of that I remember Jerry Lewis is the telethons or whatever, and and people making and like the Simpsons making fun of him for the most part. Like they had a whole that you know professor or whatever on the on the Simpsons. Well, yeah, it's, it's simply you know based on him, and then Eddie Murphy trying to recreate his career in the nineties, you know, remaking all of his movies from the Nutty Professor to. Uh, uh, well, Flubber was brought, uh, uh, Robin Williams, yeah, and uh, you know, and the Dr. Dr. Doolittle, Dr. Doolittle, yeah, Dr. right, or Eddie Murphy trying to remake his career. So, yeah, I mean, you know, shout out to him, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And we missed him on the mm-hmm. RIP previous podcast, but I mean, you know, he never really did anything for me. Like, uh, well, I I like his movie. <laughs> uh, I was just looking at one of the Geisha Boy. I, I don't know. Geisha Boy. Yeah, where he dressed up like a Geisha. I, I thought it was hilarious. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Really bad. <laughs> it was really <laughs> funny. I'm sorry. I I love his Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin. So, right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Disorderly, orderly. Remember that one? Uh, yeah, these are like. I remember yeah. that. <laughs>
I don't remember me sitting at the house watching these things, <laughs> and I sure don't remember a lady die making me watch them. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, the other side topic that I had, uh, actor, British actor Ed Screen, uh, he was cast in, they're, ma- they're remaking Hellboy as a reboot. Uh, reboot, yeah. So cast as a character in the movie as, in the comic book as an Asian character, he was cast as that particular character. People came at them like, yeah, that's completely whitewashed. You're taking an Asian character making them white. Um, that's probably not a good idea. And unlike Scarlett Johansson at all, uh, he was like, you know what? You're right. And so he turned the role down. And he was like, you know what? I'm backing out of this because this is not appropriate. Um, I shouldn't do this because I am whitewashing the role. He, you know, he gave his reasons as to why. So Ed Screen as, uh, you know, he turned it out money to, right. uh, on principle, female perspective. How do you feel uh, about that? Uh, um, I'm not familiar with who this actor is. but He was I, in I, Dead, he was the villain in Deadpool. The, the dude that was maternity. Yeah, Frank. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, well, I think it's commendable because he is turning down a paycheck. And for most actors, I mean, at least he's not like at, at the level where, uh, you know, he's known just on name recognition alone. So, you know, these paychecks and these big projects lead to other big projects. For So for him to, you know, show some artistic integrity and say, you know what, I'm not going to take that role because it is whitewashing, and for him to admit that, I think it's commendable because we've seen several other actors who will, who will take the paycheck and make excuses for knowing good well is whitewashing. I would do it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I mean, I think that's commendable. That, that is. That shows some integrity. Now, there was a uh, gentleman of Asian, Asiatic influence, uh, Asian dude, Anyway, and walking around Dragon Con, they had a sign on saying, uh, Asian actor lost his job to a white guy. Oh, <laughs> wow. That, what the hell? I didn't see that. Wow. Yeah. But, yeah, um, but, but on topics, that is commendable. I hope he, I hope he ain't on welfare. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think he's going to be on welfare, but I think, it, you know, and you wonder if, the producers of said movie or be like, okay, that's fine, and then find another actor with less credibility, less integrity, and less zeros at the end of their paycheck and be like, hey, you want this job? Okay, I need that job. I need them checks uh, well, and then take I mean, that job. Well, you know, that's, that's guaranteed. They are going to find somebody else to fill that slot. I'm available. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you cast that, that role with another actor who will take that paycheck and who won't say anything and will make excuses for it. Yeah, I got to do Asian, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, yeah, that was definitely a line step. Uh, <laughs> a line step all the way. Wow. Especially with your Asiatic. Right, uh, and if you already have aspects of that in your ancestry.
up our passion podcast. We just wanted to, you know, kind of, it was a couple of topics here that didn't maybe fit the other other podcasts, and we just kind of wanted to get those out there. We definitely missed a couple of RIPs um, that we wanted to, to share. Uh, remember, you'll be able to find this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher, uh, moving ahead. Uh, at the end of this, at the end of this month, uh, brother, oh no, brother, uh, Sandman and I have the Tampa Bay MegaCon pack or podcast, um, Comic Con, so we'll be at that. Brother Beavis has the Baltimore Comic Con here in the middle of September, so he has that. Um, moving forward, um, uh, I think that's really it. I think that's all our cons for the fall. Oh, and then New York City Comic Con. Which we don't know who's working that quite as yet. Um, <laughs> we did get approved for that, and so we're trying to figure out who's going to be working it. Um, that's really it. All right. So yeah. So any extra music, hush, man, like a passion. We already got the a previous intro music. Is there a passion music that you were like, you know what? That's a good way to exit the podcast. Honest. Onyx. Yeah. Onyx. <laughs> Onyx got a passion song? I mean, you know, but I'm mean, very passionate. <laughs> you say you say passion. I'm usually thinking about Marvin Gaye or something like that. Yeah. Marvin Gaye, what song would you be thinking, Sammy? I don't know. Um what's going on is a good song. I mean, name one. Uh uh shit. Of course I can't think of any now that now that I told this story to these dudes earlier today that my fourth grade teacher was I don't know what she was going through at the time. Obviously she was going through some shit. Uh, she was like uh, I, 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 like a student brought in like a, uh, a record of um, uh, what's the song? Yeah, uh, no, Sexual Healing by Marvin Gaye. And she oh, was like, hell no. literally playing that shit on the school record player. Like, yo, you got that feeling? I I mean, that's kind of your job. Um, for like, I bet she just retired about. I bet she just retired about ten years ago with a full freaking uh, pension. Uh, she was not the best teacher. Uh, shout out to this part. Um, y'all need to be better screening. Your <laughs> Oh yeah, it, it didn't work out. So you want to go with Marvel, Marvin Gaye's "Sexual Healing"? That's a passionate song. That's passionate. You can't argue about that. Speaking of their uh, their security clearances, what didn't that Dan DiCarlo that one RC jail? Whoa, 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 that would be Mr. DiCario. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, yes, he did wind up going to jail for maybe <laughs> yeah. some inappropriateness with students. Um, yeah. Male students. Um, yeah. Hmm. That's awful. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. There's some passion here, too. Uh, I don't know if I should remember this. It's being upset you didn't go to elementary school on that side of town. But people was like, hey, um, Mr. DiCario asked me to stay after school. Like, no! No! No, 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 no. Yeah, people knew what was up with Mr. DiCario, that he might have had, had some um, boy leanings. Leanings. Boy boys, um, touching young boys and 
yeah, wow. molding them into where he wanted them to be. Oh, that's all. He was on my crossbody. Nonetheless, there was one dude or whatever, uh, protege, whatever you want to call him, that was always in his class. Oh, and, wow. I mean, he was, he, that most folks should have been the God. How long is yeah. that? Look <laughs> <laughs> that up. Google it. Thank God. Damn. Also a line step. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That might qualify. Okay. So, like I said, we'll wrap up here. As um, what song did we decide to do? Um, uh, yeah, that, I don't think we did decide on one, did we? Uh, no, we said we sexual healing was the last one. Okay. Yeah, we had hold up. Um, yeah. So, all right. So, we'll do Rod Stewart passion and take us out, as opposed to sexual healing, which is totally inappropriate for fourth graders. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> to be played in class while you're going through whatever shit you were going through. Miss uh, whatever your name was, because that wasn't cool. All right, so yeah, we can, again find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, you can find Sandman at Sandman four fifteen on Twitter and on Facebook. You can find the producer uh, at Brothers Comics on Facebook, SoundCloud, or Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, like anywhere. Just put in Brothers Comics, and you'll be able to find us somewhere and whatnot. Okay. All right, so we're gonna wrap it up as Rod Stewart. Take and out. also, if you enjoy our podcast, recommend it to your friends yes. and family as well. Yes, subscribe, <laughs> subscribe, share, and all of those types of things. All right, so that's it, and we'll wrap this up. And I am the producer. I'm signing off. Female perspective, sign off. Adios from the female perspective. Sandman, sign off. All right, y'all. I'm dodging them hurricanes. I'll see y'all hopefully on the next podcast. Guys, say, uh, bro. Uh, Wow. Pretty much. Easy for you to say. Uh, Big Hot Sign-Up. What the hell? Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.